Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast for March 2nd. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information as well as develop your own ideas on how these events changed the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. It was on this day in 1925 that the first formal highway system was implemented when state and federal highway officials officially established a highway numbering system. This was done in order to maintain order on the highway following a period when each state could create its own style of road signs. The new sign featured the shield-shaped highway number markers. Prior to 1925, each state was able to call or label the highway with whatever designation worked for the local area, such as the Lincoln Highway, which connected various roads and a travel across the country. In 1925, some sense of order was brought to the system. For example, north-south routes typically are an odd number designation, East-West routes are generally even numbers. The number grows east to west, so US-1 runs north and south along the eastern seaboard, and US-101 runs north and south along the Pacific to the west. US-2 generally follows the US-Canadian border, and US-98 hugs the Gulf of Mexico. Single and two-digit highway numbers are major numbers, with the exception of US-101. The three-digit numbers usually signify a spur or a short extension off the main road. For example, US 522 would be a spur off the main US route of US 22. The signage for a US highway is a white shield on a black background. Numbers are written in black lettering. There are some very famous routes on the US highway system, including US Route 66. In 1949, the first automatic streetlights were installed in New Milford, Connecticut. Up to that point, a man would have to go to each streetlight every night at dusk and physically turn them on and at sunrise turn them back off. This occupation was called a lamplighter and every village, town, or city had at least one to turn the lights on in the evening. In 1949, that changed as the first automatic streetlights were installed. According to HistoryAndHeadlines.com, the use of photocells to turn lights on only when needed, there would be light at dusk and in heavily overcast weather and even in the rare solar eclipse. At the same time, electricity would be saved by the lights not coming on when they were not needed. The use of these lights spread quickly across the U.S., and even though the technology for the lights is changing, primarily to LED or HID, it saves many dollars by not having the lights on all the time, as long as someone remembers to remove the sticker over the photo sensor. Finally, in 1972, Pioneer 10 was launched from Cape Canaveral, Florida, on a mission to Jupiter, the solar system's largest planet. According to a NASA.gov website, by the time it reached its target, the Pioneer 10 spacecraft had been traveling through space for 21 months, traversing regions of the solar system never before explored by human-made robots. It was built by TRW Systems in Redondo Beach, California, and it was managed by NASA's Ames Research Center in Silicon Valley, California. Pioneer 10 was the first spacecraft to explore the solar system's largest planet, Jupiter. Following its launch from Cape Canaveral, in 1972, Pioneer 10 became the fastest human-made object traveling at more than 32,000 miles per hour after leaving Earth. It passed the orbit of the moon in less than 11 hours. Then, just four months after launch, on July 15th, it left the inner solar system and became the first spacecraft to enter the asteroid belt. Seven months later, it emerged from the asteroid belt unscathed. 
the 571-pound spacecraft carried 11 instruments for its up-close study of Jupiter in interplanetary space during its journey. Originally, it was planned to last for 21 months of operations, just long enough to reach Jupiter and study the giant planet. However, Pioneer 10 continued to send back data on interplanetary space in the outer reaches of the solar system. In June of 1983, still operating normally and returning valuable information about conditions in interplanetary space, it passed the orbit of Neptune, then the outermost planet, and became the first human-made object to leave our solar system. NASA maintained regular contact with Pioneer 10 until March 31, 1997, and then irregular contact after that. The spacecraft sent its very last signal to Earth on January 23, 2003, nearly 31 years after its launch, when it was 7.6 billion miles from Earth. That last signal took 11 hours and 20 minutes to reach Earth. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast for March 2nd. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you today to the following websites for the information regarding the topics. ThePeopleHistory.com The U.S. Highway Numbering System on Wikipedia.org Automatic Streetlights, HistoryAndHeadlines.com And Pioneer 10 Jupiter Mission at NASA.gov The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will help keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.